Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on American Family Radio. Hey, you know what weather here tomorrow in Tupelo? 72, baby. Seven, 72. No, 72, baby. No, 72, baby. <laughs> yeah. 72 degrees. Wow. Yes. And then and when- you sent around something this weekend about some huge potential storm that's brewing in Siberia. I had no idea the cold weather. I just thought Siberia. I'd make everybody's weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I sent them around that story. <laughs> All our friends and family. <clears throat> no, uh, well, I am looking ahead at the 10-day forecast. 72, 74. You're going to adjust your temperature to where you live. But uh, it's going to be more traditional <clears throat> weather coming up in the next 10 days. But for, now, for us, this, pit- is, this, is, this is important to you yeah. because it's golfing weather, right? Oh, I admit 71. that. Yes, sir. I, I freely admit that. I do look <laughs> at the weather for golfing purposes. <clears throat> uh, but people do also use it for fishing or for gardening or for, well, you don't garden in the winter in most places. Right. But uh, just generally being outside. Yeah. All right. So uh, where were we? Oh, I, I do we want to talk about, about preborn again. Yeah, go ahead. Just go. To, uh, start us off here. By the way, did we say anything to you, Steve? Oh, the Siberian thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what uh, – I'm sorry. Excuse me, Steve. Steve Rodol, good hey, morning. good morning. I need to answer that because yeah. people wonder what are you talking about. I was – Fred, about two weeks ago, you remember when we – when we, by we, uh, much of our country went into this deep freeze for about three days? Yeah. I'm talking about zero and five degrees and uh, – It was six degrees at my house. Yeah, and uh, Ray right. said in Kansas City it was under – is six degrees minus six degrees. Anyway, remember that? Yeah. We all went through that? Um, well, Fred was telling me, Fred Jackson, the, our resident Canadian American, he, he told me, remember him telling us when you were on with me when uh, he was talking about the weather coming over from Siberia across the, across the Arctic cap. I, I was not in when you, when he's. Yeah. Well, that. anyway, I didn't, I didn't know what to believe. I mean, I, I don't, don't doubt Fred. He's but, generally but, an, an honest man. Yeah. Yes. But that uh, I never heard that before. That weather comes over the polar, you know, the the Arctic. polar vortex. Yes, uh, I've heard of the Siberia. polar vortex before. But our weather patterns usually come out of the Pacific Ocean, and then sweep across our country. That's generally right. how it comes. But this is talking about coming over the top of the globe, right? From Siberia, Siberia basically. Russia. That's where Canada's storms come from, I think. Okay, well there you go. Uh, so I mean, anyway, these, I, me, I, I was reading. I was reading how cold and bitter cold it is in Siberia right now, which is in Russia. Fifty below in some yeah. places. Yeah, so cold that tires on cars are popping. Yes, as they try to drive. Yeah. So uh, anyway, this was talking you be about out of that. Fifty below. I'm not driving anywhere. Well, when you're in Russia, most time you don't have a choice. That <laughs> uh, you do what you're told. Uh, so anyway, uh, they were talking about how this Siberian blast may come across again, yeah, to the U.S., to Canada, and the U.S. again at some time in the next ten days or so. And I don't know. I, as a native New Englander, yeah. I'm over it <laughs> in terms of cold weather. I used to love right. cold weather. Right, right. I'm over it. You're, you're I'm done. 64 years old. 
Yes. I am over it. I don't well, mind sweater weather, but I do not right. like the bitter cold anymore. Uh, I'm uh, I'm with you. I, I, I'm for global warming. I'll just come out and tell you. <laughs> I'm for it. I'd rather be hot than cold. Yeah. Huh? All right, Steve, go ahead. My well, message to everybody in yeah. International Falls, Minnesota, is get out now. While you can. Yeah. Hey, Steve, I'm sorry. Before you get busy here, let me just put in a pitch for Preborn. Yes, please. What is that you say? Well, what American Family Radio has a campaign with Preborn. Preborn Ministry supports hundreds of crisis pregnancy clinics across the country providing free life-saving services such as ultrasounds. You know what that is, folks? The videos where you can actually see the uh, baby inside a mother's womb and the ministry of preborn is the direct competition to planned parenthood and preborn is the largest provider of free ultrasounds in the u.s now you may not know this but when a mom hears her baby's heartbeat and then is able to see the baby with an ultrasound 80 percent of the moms choose to keep their baby and what preborn does is when people give money they are able to provide these free ultrasounds at uh, hundreds of crisis pregnancy clinics. So what we're asking you to do, and American Family Radio will be uh, working with Preborn all this week, ending this Friday, is we're asking you to give to Preborn. Your gift of $28 provides one woman seeking an abortion a free ultrasound, giving that mom the opportunity to choose life, for her baby, $140 obviously provides five free ultrasound sessions reaching five different women with the message of life. Here's the number to call if you'd like to give to Preborn. The number is 877-616-2396. That number again is 877-616-2396. Or... To get more information or to donate online, go to AFR.net. All right, Steve, you're you know, on. Uh, before we get to the, the news, I was just watching a video of a SpaceX rocket that just launched. It's the Falcon Heavy. It is massive. Um, it is uh, composed of three reusable Falcon 9 uh, core engines which the thrust at liftoff is equal to approximately 18 747s. Wow. Anyway, this thing is launching a, a, um, a satellite into orbit, and it is just, when it goes off, it's just amazing. But the really neat thing is that they recover the boosters. They land. They, they come back down to Earth, and they land these boosters and use them again. And I mean, that is so Are you talking about Elon Musk, yeah. uh, sa- uh, his satellites? Yep. Well, this is a government satellite. I read it's it's actually classified, but it's going. The government has contracted with Elon Musk to have their satellite put up. It's classified. Maybe that's what's in Joe Biden's garage. It could be. Could wind up there. I think so. I think he used a uh, a a booster rocket for his Corvette. Oh, he might have. Yeah, a lot of thrust so, there. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's just out there on the street, okay? Right. It's in a safe and secure bunker. Yes. It's locked. That's right. Got a lock on it, for goodness <laughs> sakes. The only person there is Hunter. <laughs> That's what right. could go wrong? 
Oh, we're having uh, a, little fo- a little fun. Hunter had a party or something, but nobody went back there. No, Nobody no, goes garage. into the garage. Nobody garage. would want to see a Corvette, no. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you know what? I hadn't even thought about that. Let's go see your dad's Corvette. Oh, okay. Poking around while they're uh, <clears throat> smoking I'm having pot, trouble drinking. And saying, I'm having hey, trouble it? seeing under the hood. Can you bring that box over here so I can stand on it? What, what, what's in these boxes? <laughs> oh, your dad's old... Uh, High school yearbooks, yeah. and then what is this? Iran, top Ukraine. Secret? What? What? All right, all right. Well, we beat that dog to death. <laughs> I'm going to send a, um, a link to the SpaceX launch to Bre- uh, Brent so he can post it on our website. It's on our Facebook page. It's just remarkable. Now, space. The reason I ask is that Elon Musk company because SpaceX is Elon Musk yes. company, right? Yeah, it is his yes. rocket. The government is you know paid him to launch one of their satellites. Oh, because what is it? It's a private business. Yeah, is it cheaper. And I don't know if it's cheaper. It's it's more available. He's yeah. Um, was... Not a whole lot of NASA stuff going on these days. <clears throat> All right. All right. Um, I want to introduce you to a brave young woman. Her name is Rebecca Phillips. She's 17 years old, and uh, she went to visit. Uh, she she was in the habit of working out, swimming, and everything at the YMCA in Santee, California, which is down by San Diego. The where? Santee. The YMCA at Santee. Is it fun to stay there? Uh, Some day. Some day it is. Uh, (laughs) You can hang out with all the boys. I'm sure I don't want to do that. But (laughs) Uh, Uh, Moving on. Um, Rebecca uh, was, uh, she had had, uh, done her swim. She was in the locker room. She was in the shower. And she looks around, and there is a naked man in her locker room. I'm going to let her tell you her reaction. So she went to the Santee City Council to uh, complain about this. And I want you to hear this is cut 11. Good evening, council members and residents of Santee behind me. (laughs) My name is Rebecca Phillips, and I'm 17 years old. I work out regularly at the Santee YMCA. Just two weeks ago, after finishing my shift at my job, I went to the gym to swim laps. As I was showering after my workout, I saw a naked male in the women's locker room. I immediately went back into the shower, terrified, and hid behind their flimsy excuse for a curtain until he was gone. I could only think of my five-year-old sister, who I bring to this gym during the summer to to enjoy their water slides. This is the YMCA, where hundreds of children spend their summer afternoons in childcare camps. This is the YMCA where my little sister took gymnastics lessons. The locker room was supposed to be her safe haven to gossip with her friends and shower and change. When I asked the YMCA management what their policy was regarding transgenders, they confirmed that the man that I saw was indeed allowed to shower wherever he pleased. What's her name again? Her name is Rebecca Phillips. She went on to say this was a longer cut that I cut down. But uh, the direct, she tried to get uh, someone from the YMCA to talk to her for several times. Finally, the director of membership for San Diego County's YMCA, her, her name is Terry Moss, called Phillips and informed her, well, no, you were never in danger. You were never in danger from that naked man in your locker room. Look, and she was made out, she's, Phillips says she was made out to be the bad guy or a girl for suggesting that there was a problem with this. Uh, let me just speak on behalf of the YMCA in Santee, California. Oh. And on behalf of the city of Santee, Rebecca, you don't count. 
Yeah. Your feelings don't count. What you think is dangerous, you don't count. All that counts is our woke agenda. And the thing that is so aggravating, infuriating, I should say, about this kind of thing is that, and rightfully so, in corporations and businesses and government offices across the country, including in Santee, you are not allowed, a male is not allowed to make a woman in the workplace feel uncomfortable. (laughs) In a lot of places, you're not even allowed to say, you look very nice today. Or open on, the door for them. Or to open the door for them. Or to ask them out on a date because you're making them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And they're and, – and, hey, listen, I am certainly for having those kinds of rules and regulations in place. You should be able to go to work without being harassed sexually or otherwise. Yeah. Except if you don't like the transgender movement and these individuals, that guy – Coming into a place where you are unclothed and absolutely could be overpowered in a shower, okay, then you don't count. And I hope at some point this insanity collapses back on itself it like has a to. dying star it has and to. burns out because this insanity is right out of Romans 1 mm-hmm. because these people hate God. And that is the bottom line. And they hate the world God has created. And they hate the fact that God has created humanity, male and female. You heard the uh, the emotion in uh, Rebecca's uh, voice when she started talking about her five-year-old sister. You're 17 years old. You're starting to see that the world is not a perfect place. You're a little disillusioned with the world, and your innocence is kind of slipping away, as, as it will at 17. You look at your five-year-old sister, the, the picture of innocence Right. You want to protect she is a protective big sister. She'll she would step in front of a bullet for that sister. I right. guarantee you. And to to the thought of that little girl, her innocence being shattered by being confronted by that, even if the guy doesn't molest her right. or even talk to her, just the fact that there's a naked man walking around when you're naked and you're five years old, that's gonna scar you for life. Uh these hypocrites, if 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 this was happening at their house or in their neighborhood where people were walking around like this at their sw- own swimming pool oh, yeah. at their house, they they would be up in arms. The hypocrisy of this transgender movement and its sympathizers like these people mm-hmm. a- a- in Santee, California. When you told the story this morning at our story meeting, I thought, oh, well, uh, California, what do you expect? But this is going on all over the place. It is. It's going on all over. Um, <laughs> point, case in point – and this is this is not. Let's just say it's not quite as serious, but it's kind of, uh, kind of weird. Uh, so they had a Miss America pageant down the line. You know, Miss America is kind of you start very very local, and then you you pro- progress to the states, to state, and then to the national Miss America. Well, one of these very very local pageants. They had a competition, and they um, crowned a. a trans-identified male. It's a, it's a guy that wants to be a girl, and his name is Brian Wynn. And he became the first t- male title holder with the Miss America organization. <laughs> he was crowned Miss Greater Dairy, D-E-R-R-Y, 2023. And crowned Miss what? Dairy. Dairy. D-E-R-R-Y. Uh, D-E-R-R-Y. It's between uh, Nashua and Manchester, New Hampshire. There, there you go, Mr. New England. Um, 
and it's not just it's not just the Miss America pageant. The Miss Universe pageant it has a uh, a new owner now. By the way, you showed us the picture of the dairy, yes. the, 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 comp, the competition, all the girls who participated, and there's this huge guy who won. Yeah. And, and the guy looks like a linebacker, and all these girls are forced to sit there, stand there, and smile like they're happy about the fact that they got their spot in the Miss America pageant kinda taken like a, by a guy. Kind of like a Yale swim meet. Yes. Uh, um, uh, Brent is going to post that as well. And, and Brent, if I could interrupt you for a second, I want you to hear. <laughs> I did this to myself. Ann Jackarajukatip. I'm sorry. Easy for you to say. This, well, this is the this is the actual name. I, I won't pronounce it, but this is Man. the new owner of the uh, Miss. I have U- no idea how to pronounce that. <laughs> Let me see it. it's I pretty good. It pretty you good can do it. Foreign, yeah, <laughs> you are. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> That that looks like uh, I, I, it looks I, like some Indonesian is that, is that or something. Is that the first name and last name? Yes, yeah. it looks like someone tripped and fell on the keyboard. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, the first name is J K K A P H O N G. That would be Jack of Phone. Okay. Okay. Good. The last yep. name would be J A K R A J U T A T I P. That's actually a vegetable. <laughs> but uh, that would be. Uh, just call him Mr. J. It's a okay. dude. J. It's a dude. He looks like a woman. He's dressed up like a woman, and he now owns the Miss Universe, which I think used to be owned by Donald Trump, if I'm not mistaken. No, he owned Miss Universe. Right. Is this is Miss oh, Universe. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, my bad. So now the owner is this person, Ty, businesswoman, and a man. He's a guy. He's a guy. And I want you to hear what he says about the new Miss Universe, Cut 12. The Miss Universe organization. From now on, it's going to be ran by women, owned by trans women, for all women, for all women really around the world to celebrate the power of feminism. Well, I got news for you, pal. You ain't no women. 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 Well, I thought he's, that was a good thing he said. What? No, he's he's saying he's a woman and it's now going to be run by a woman, you're a telling trans me, woman. You're telling me the so the owner, whose name I tried to help y'all you with. You did very good. You're very better than I could. Of the Miss Universe pageant is a guy who he's says he's like, a woman. Yeah, it's a transgender guy. A guy and, that's a transgender. And he's talking about celebrate. What, what what did he just say? I thought he said he just this said for, that the Miss Miss Universe pageant is now going to be run by women. It's a, you know Donald to Trump. empower. Women. It's going to be all about feminism. Run, run that again. I, I listen. I can't get enough of the, the way this guy pronounces women. The Miss Universe organization from now on is going to be ran by women, owned by trans women, for all women, for all women really around the world to celebrate the power of feminism. All right, uh, uh, owned by trans women is what he said. Owned yeah. by trans women for all why do women. They call, why do trans women call themselves trans women? Why do they just call themselves women? Well, they, they do sometimes, but he's making a point that he's transitioned from male to female. Well, you know what? You go for it, buddy. <laughs> just go on. These people, are, uh, just go ahead. Do it. Have your transgendered uh, Miss Universe pageant. 
Uh, well, real women, I don't think real women will anyway. be competing. But now, uh, you know, we All have. Right. If I'm a real woman, which I'm not, by the way, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not competing in this. Right. Okay, I'm not competing in this. I, I, I will be shocked. I don't know if shocks are right. Maybe that's too strong a word. I'll be really surprised if the Miss America pageant consents to this. This is Miss Universe. Yes, that's right. Well, they have consented by allowing this. I'm making the distinction. Yeah. There's the Miss Universe pageant, of which that guy who calls himself a woman, you just heard. Right. uh, And this Miss America. Miss America is different. I I don't know that the... uh, Miss America Paget has spoken on this whole subject. As far as as far as that winner uh, going forward, can, can that Derry, winner that we talked about early go on and compete in the Miss New Hampshire? I will find that out. Find that out tomorrow. I would be I would really be surprised if yeah. they consent to that. I'll be. It's kind of like women's sports, yeah, beauty pageants with uh, you know the talent and stuff and the, all the things. I, I just it, it's it's a it's a it's a biological woman's. Uh, competition. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. All right. Um, this is an example. If you think that the, uh, the great reset isn't coming for you, it is. This is a guy in Scotland. His name is Gavin Berry. He's with the Scottish government climate change team. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about the goals they have for your car. If you're Scottish, listen to cut 13. On transport, our second strategic transport project review, published just two weeks ago, confirms that the era of catering for unconstrained growth in private car use is well and truly over. The review follows the sustainable sustainable investment hierarchy, which aims to reduce the need to travel unsustainably and prioritises making best use of enhancing existing infrastructure before investing in new capacity. Furthermore, we have set out how we will reduce car kilometres by 20% by 2030 in our draft route map, a truly world-leading commitment demonstrating our level of ambition in meeting Scotland's statutory targets. The Scottish Government have commissioned research exploring demand management options to discourage car use. And using the research findings, we will work with local and regional partners to develop a demand management framework by 2025. It's hard not to just be kind of enchanted by the accent. <laughs> I was But they're taking your car. They're, what they're doing is they are finding ways to keep you from traveling freely. Well, and that's reduce- in Scotland, right? Yeah, it's, if, if Klaus Schwab has his way, it's here too. I just tell you, there's only so much a tongue can take. And the Scottish accent's got to be – it gives the tongue a beating. Yeah. Huh? You know what I'm saying? It gave my ears a beating. Yeah. Or hear that's a, that's tough. Yeah. And they make fun of Southerners, you know. <laughs> when you, I couldn't listen. God bless Scots. I mean, I think my family has some Scott. Yeah. But I couldn't – well, I couldn't talk like that, nor could I listen to that all day. Every no, day. I, I couldn't either. In uh, fact, I didn't want to listen to him. And I like Sean Connery. As he went on and on, I started going, uh, enough with this, this right. accent. It was just, it was, it was hard. Painful. That, what he said, that's not happening in the U.S. Our country is so spread out. Right. Uh, it's easy to say in Scotland. It's Scotland where it's all squished take, together. Take your horse or donkey. Would say. 
they can they can try to cut your use of your car down. By sure, 30%. they can they can tax you by miles. Yeah, they can. I, oh, I'm sure. And Democrats have goes had that yeah. that plan. Hey, that ain't happening in America. But it's still America. Mouth, from your mouth to God's ear. Yeah, I know. It's still hey, America. Even Democrats still like to drive. So, uh, we'll have to. All right. Uh, see you tomorrow, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs>